This is episode 366, They Said, part three of a couple's coaching series with Tyler and Rory. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this three-part series of couples coaching. So two weeks ago, I had Tyler on and a week ago, I had Rory on. And this week, we have them on together. And I really enjoyed doing this. And when Steph and I work with couples and we do coach couples, That's how we do it. We work with each individual and we work with the couple. I'll have sessions with one of the partners. Steph will have sessions with one of the partners and we'll swap and then we'll we'll work with the couples together. And we have found that so much more effective than just working with the couple alone because then each person can work on their individual stuff. Sometimes they can say things that maybe they're afraid to say in the couple session. And we just find it progresses couples counseling and couples coaching so much faster. And you're going to see that today in the session with Rory and Tyler. I'm really proud of them. They really took the time to listen to each other's sessions, to reflect on their own session, to reflect on what triggered them about the other person's session. And the way they're approaching the relationship is very, very mature. So as you're listening to this episode, consider when you hear your partner give feedback about you, can you really hear it or do you get triggered immediately? Are you playing out little boy, little girl behavior in your relationship that's a turnoff for your partner? And on the other hand, are you really respecting and tending to the little boy or little girl inside your partner? You know, really respecting and seeing and acknowledging their inner child and helping their inner child feel safe. Are you willing to go the distance in your relationship by doing the work? And is your partner willing? And are you willing to be in a relationship where your partner isn't doing the work? And finally, can you make powerful but loving requests of your partner to get your needs met? So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Rory and Tyler. Before we dive in, I want to talk to you about MindDoc. It's an app that can help bolster mental health, whether you're generally fine or struggling with something. All you do is you answer a few questions throughout the day, and then the app's smart algorithms provide you with an overview of your mental well-being. You also get personalized feedback for issues most relevant to you. The courses and audios cover a whole range of topics about mental health. You can get information and tips about improving sleep, managing stress, overcoming phobias, learning to deal with conflicts constructively, and a lot more. Over time, the app's resources can help you learn strategies to get better at taking care of your own mental health needs. This can look like reducing your vulnerability towards anxiety and depression and possibly help ease those symptoms as well as dealing with overall stress. So to take advantage of this, you're going to get a 50% discount of the MindDocs app's six-month subscription. So instead of it being $44.99, it's only $22.49. I love when my sponsors give really significant discounts like MindDoc. So if you go to the show notes, you'll find the link there. It's a long link. You'll find the link there and you enter the coupon code Christine50. Okay, again, go to the show notes, enter the coupon code Christine50, get 50% six-month subscription. It's a really good deal. Six months for only 22 bucks. All right, and now on to my coaching call with Rory and Tyler. Tyler and Rory, thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. 
thanks so much for having us once again. We're excited to be yeah, here. Yeah, no, we're happy to be here. Well, I'm very happy to have both of you after being able to talk to each of you. So before we dive in, let's just take a moment. I just invite both of you to close your eyes and relax your body. We tend to hold tension in our bodies and we aren't even aware of it. Our jaw, our toes, our belly, our neck, our shoulders. Just see if you can just relax. And as I'm talking, just take some nice, deep, slow breaths. Breathe into the front and the back of your body. And just first, really just coming into yourself. Our intention today is to talk about your relationship. I want you to put your relationship aside for a moment and just come into yourself, your own body, your own awareness. And then just slowly start to become aware of the other. Just notice what happens in your body when you notice each other. And just in your heart, hold the container of the relationship. Just feel the love that's there between the two of you. Just notice if there's any difference in when you were focused on yourself and when you became aware of each other. And keep breathing. And finally, just take a moment to feel into what your intention for this session would be. What would you really like to receive from today? Take another nice deep breath and just hold the inhale. And then let it go with a sigh. And just slowly opening your eyes, taking a moment to look at each other first. And while looking at each other, I'd love for you to share your intention for our time together today. So Tyler, we'll start with you. My intention with you, Rory, is to really see you and hold space and love you genuinely more than I have before. Just got a glimpse of that. And Rory, for you? I think kind of echoing that. I think I want to be all of me and I want to give you permission to be all of you and get very clear of what the next steps want to be in our relationship. I think we both want the same thing, but really feeling like we're taking action to get there and feel really, really good. Mm. And what is it that you both want? Um, a lot of words come to my mind, but clarity, truth, uh, the highest good for both of us. And just real love, real love that's not clouded by childhood stories or family bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. How about for you, Rory? I think just really expansive love. Mm-hmm. Um Love that has no limits and uh, support. The word support really comes in of just like being able to hold each other to the growth that we both want in our relationship and for our lives. Yeah. Okay. Well, did each of you have an opportunity to listen to the other's episode? Yes, I did. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. And Tyler, what was your biggest takeaway from listening to Rory's session? Initially, a lot of anger. <laughs> what were you angry about? It was fascinating. Um, my biggest takeaway was how much of an identity I'm trying to cling on to. That's a bit maybe false, halfway false, halfway true that I didn't realize was was ruminating. So it's, it was kind of a funny moment. But when you and Roy were talking about, you know, how much work has Tyler done or is Tyler doing it, it was said in a way that Rory's done more work. My ego definitely got involved of like, wait, what? That's usually been my role in my life and relationships. I'm the work doer. What are you guys talking about? How dare mm. you not see me? <laughs> mm. Funny enough was, you know, the childhood wound that I probably struggle with the most and what you and I talk about, of, you know, not really being seen and mm-hmm. uh, loved, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, took a moment and went on a walk to just, you know, process the anger and, and look at like what I was fighting for to, you know, cling on to and whatever. And it just kind of hit me of like, oh, wait a minute. I'm so angry because I don't feel like they see me. I mean, mm. Christine, I'll cut you some stuff. You be talking for 30 minutes. That's about it. So I'll give you a pass. <laughs> <laughs> but with Rory, it was a level of how dare you not see me. But then I was like, wait a minute. That means I just want her to see me, which is kind of my constant subconscious request, which then led to some personal accountability of like, well, is it true that I'm the work doer here? It's like, no, that's, I mean, sometimes sure, but not like I'm capable of doing her like I want to do it. So mm. as soon as I had that moment of like, wait, I've been kind of lying to myself on a subconscious level and fighting to be seen in a way that's probably not fair or justified, you know? So mm. So once I, once I checked in and had some, some truth with myself, the anger kind of subsided. Mm. Well, I really acknowledge you for that. It's a very mature uh, way to work with a trigger and a very conscious way to work in a relationship because as soon as we get triggered and want to blame the other, we, we're not looking at ourselves. And the pattern is to get defensive. And you got expansive instead. You got curious instead. And I really acknowledge that and love that. And justified isn't the right word, but your reaction is understandable given the childhood wounding, you know, not feeling seen, not feeling appreciated, um, not feeling understood in, in a lot of ways. That's a big one for you. So the fact that you saw that and can own that, that's, that's amazing. And in, so coming from that place of, okay, I got triggered. I understand this, my wounding, is there a request that you'd like to make of Rory mm. regarding that? I would say I would request that. I want to preface this so bad to like justify <laughs> how it, it's not, but I'm, I'm going to set that aside. I request that you just, to the best of your ability, see me and any efforts I am making towards us and myself and my own clarity in life, despite what's going on and whatnot, to just really helps me to feel loved and taken care of when you really see me and see all of me. Mm-hmm. You know? And how can she do that? How do you need words? Do you need affirmation? Like how specifically can she do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Words of affirmation. I'd say just, you know, the times you come up and grab my face and say, I see you, I see you. How hard you're working. I see how hard you're trying to find this answer or this clarity in your life. Like I acknowledge you and, love you for it. I know it's scary, but keep going. You got this. That means Mm. a lot. That's really helpful. Mm. So Rory, are you willing to do that? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Okay. Is there anything you heard him say that you need but more clarity on? Um, no, to be honest, we've talked about this okay. extensively before we got on the call with you. <laughs> okay. Um, it's been a fun week. <laughs> um, so I feel like that's really nice to know that words of affirmation are, for lack, for lack of better words, enough for you to feel seen. Um, just in terms of like love language and really seeing you. Um, I know physical touch. So like I know when I put my hand on your chest and, mm-hmm. you know, you really feel that. Too. So it just feels good to connect in that way. Really good at that. And Rory, what was your biggest takeaway from listening to Tyler's session? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was such a beautiful session. Um, and this is like an indirect answer, <laughs> um, but there was a lot of beautiful clarity that I found him open to and him willing, him willing to go into, you know, with his mom stuff, which is so beautiful. And I know that's what he's capable of and and why we're together is because we're both, we both have this hungriness to grow and, and find the truth. And after our session, Christine, I felt a lot of guilt. Um, I felt who I want to be in relationship is very, is someone who honors the relationship. And obviously we're on this podcast because we're trying to figure out, you know, what does the the next chapter look like together or separate? So obviously we were, we were there to talk about the stuff that's in the way, but I just felt sad of feeling like I pointed out all the things that are wrong in the relationship versus all of the beautiful things. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of navigating that. And then, you know, obviously Tyler was upset based on hearing those things too. So it kind of solidified a little bit of that guilt and sadness of feeling like I wasn't showing up as, as I wanted to and and the partner I want to be in, in terms of honoring him mm-hmm. and honoring the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then just a really, really big aha for me was listening to my podcast again in the outro. You asked a question separate from our conversation and it was that pleasure aspect and that was like a really, really big aha for me because there's a lot of opportunity right now and just some of the containers that I'm in to step into more of that sexual energy, for lack of a better term, and, mm-hmm. and really embodied woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling like I hear Tyler on another level when he's asked, like when he wants more of that woman and less of the child, mm-hmm. I feel really called to to be more of that from this place of that's what I need. That's what, you know, mm-hmm. my next evolution is. So I really appreciated that question because that was a big, big thing for me at the end. That was like, wow, this mm-hmm. is definitely something I want to step into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I remember you talking about, you sometimes felt the playful energy wasn't appreciated by him. Um, mm-hmm. but it could be more that he's just craving more of a woman energy from you at times. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you both did amazing at listening and reflecting and really taking the information in. And it sounds like you've had some conversations since I've talked to each of you. So where are you now with things and how can I help? I think I have maybe one or two questions myself, just with what I've seen in, in relationship in general. Christian, you gave me some homework to go, you know, release anger, especially with mom and whatnot, which I did. But it was really fascinating because I kind of felt it was, it was hard to get to anger with mom. But then I thought of dad and I started roaring and going a little mm. like crazy, you know, 
<laughs> or just could really be, uh, generate the anger. So what I'm getting at is it's kind of funny to see, you know, the initial trigger like, oh, Tyler's not doing his work anymore. It's like, what? What are you guys talking about? It's like, oh, wait, I kind of have shifted how I want to do my work. I'm tired of what I'm calling. Uh, I used to have a mask of like, oh, I just read the book and regurgitate the information and right. just be the uninvited teacher. And it's like, that's not real work. So what else can I do? Right. So I'm trying to have a more authentic approach with that. I feel like I do a ton of self analyzing self-reflection work and I still am stuck with this anger. I just like, it's hard to just release it, you know? So then a little dog tearing up a piece of my clothing, or whatever, then sets me off and inside. Right. So what I'm getting at is, which I'm probably answering my question. Is it a thing that it's more, it can be, uh, it can be approached as more of an energetic thing. Like our body, our bodies can just hold energy and we have to, regularly get that energy out which can help with the anger work as well and it's not always necessary just about self-analysis and parental forgiveness or whatever uh, work you're doing does that question make sense sort of a lot i know yeah (laughs) (laughs) try to put it in like less words i've always thought of work being psychoanalysis Mm mm-hmm what I realized is I think I'm discrediting work that's with the body and yes. energetic. Yes. My love girlfriend here does a <laughs> yeah. lot of uh, some work. So. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Yes. And that's part of like really getting in the body, really moving the energy. That's going to help you have deeper intimacy. Because remember how we talked about in your session, you like the, the surface, the chase, the romance, the initial stuff getting to those deeper level of intimacy, you, you only can do that if you feel really safe in your body. And that's something that came up with both of you, safety in the body. And I think a beautiful opportunity that you have together is to, you know, create more of that. And it's going to be different for, for each of you. You know, Tyler, you're wanting more of that kind of romance, physical affection, intimacy, sex, all that kind of stuff. But there's a part of you that probably disconnects through that. And Rory, you're wanting more of the like emotional intimacy, right? So that you can feel more sexual. And so there's blocks on both sides. Can you guys see that? Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. So Tyler, for you, I think that energetic work, that somatic work, that emotional release work is going to be really, really huge and breaking down any walls you have to like really true intimacy. Because when you have that really true intimacy, you don't need the newness of like the chemical rush of the chase because there's something different right. you're drawing on, you know? And, and for you, Rory, it's like you've done so much of the deep emotional work, but now it's about, okay, how do you experience pleasure in your body? What does that feel yeah. like to you? You know, you may be more comfortable doing a deep emotional release work than, you know, really exploring your sensuality and sexuality. And we all have our comfort zones. We do. And so it's kind of like your, your mirrors in so many ways, Rory, you're like this mirror to show Tyler how to do more of the emotional somatic work. And, and he's a mirror for you to how to really like enjoy being in a body and enjoy the pleasures of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm noticing a pattern with me that I was reflecting on is I think when I get into relationship, it's very easy for me to, um, and not even like, you know, self-pleasure, but even like taking myself out on dates or buying mm-hmm. myself flowers. Like I take that my partner's responsibility subconsciously. And I think that's a really big intention 
for me going forward is, you know, building that, that pleasure relationship with myself outside of the relationship. Cause I yeah. feel that's just a lot of pressure to put on one person. Like he's not responsible for my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And neither of you are responsible for the other necessarily. And we have a responsibility in relationship to really hear and listen to our partner's requests mm. and what that looks like. Yeah. So I'm going to start with you, Tyler. Tyler, what's your biggest request of Rory? What's your biggest request in this relationship? Honestly, what feels the most genuine is I want you to do that. I want you to find that level that you have described that you feel like you're seeing that you aren't currently maybe connected with, with connected with within yourself or whatever that sensuality looks like for you, not for me. Mm. I want you to find that and explore what that genuinely looks like. Cause I've seen you in that space and it's such a beautiful space. You're so happy and just you thrive. You're a, you're a light and a shining light in the room, you know, mm. which Christine can ask yeah, I just want to, yes, you, absolutely. But I just I want us to get really, really specific because I think one of the problems yeah. in y'all's relationship is you've talked around things mm-hmm. and you've made generalities, mm-hmm. but you haven't been. And specifically, this looks like for me on Mondays at seven, you do this. I don't mean like that specific in terms of time, but I want you to get very specific with each other. So what would be, and if you need to ask me the question before you make the request, that's fine. But what would be a very specific, tangible request? God, I struggle with this. I don't know because I hate like routine. I want to flow in my life. So I just like, I don't like the Mondays at seven. We do this. Well, but. it doesn't have to be like that, but just something specifically like. Yeah. I don't know. Or do you, do, can you? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I think you asked me this on the, my podcast with you and looking back, I'm like, Oh, I wish I said this. So here's my opportunity. I really would like to see a therapist that's if possible sees us as individuals and then also us in a container, because I want to have the experience of, you know, again, we're kind of taking responsibility of our own side first. And then how is that showing up in relationships? I'm hoping to find a therapist where, you know, him and I can go to separately and then we can have a session together. I think that that would be really helpful because even this session with you, Christine, having the opportunity to come on as individuals and then come on, come on as a couple has allowed us to really talk through a lot of things Mm -hmm. in this last Mm -hmm. few weeks. So Mm -hmm. that would be a really goal for us moving forward. Okay. So can you look at him and make that request, turn and face him and make that request? Tyler, I would love to be able to find a therapist that we both connect with. You feel good going to as an individual. I can go as an individual and then we can see them together. Because that would make me feel like we're both really committed to the relationship. And then ask him if he is in agreement to that. Are you in agreement with that? Yes, we can do Okay, great. So that's a yes. <laughs> now, who's going to lead that? Who's going to find the therapist? I will find one. That, 
That didn't sound too excited. But <laughs> that sounded kind of yeah. like, uh, I'll clean the toilet. Just... <laughs> well, we talked about this and this is my pain point. So like, I definitely can take this on because that's easy for her to, I guess that's usually the thing she will do. So okay, I will take that on. Okay. By when? Uh, What's well, two weeks from today? Okay, two weeks from today. Great. Yeah. Great. Or at least, you know, do some research, give her a couple options. You know, it can be a together decision, sure. but you'll lead it. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Cool. Let's do it. I've got mine. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to piggyback on an idea we've done before, but I would like to do Sunday check ins with our relationship, but specifically i'd like to check in on the two things that we've seen from from this so i like to check in on you know with me how i'm feeling in terms of anger how that shows up with you know my family and my perception there and stories that are going on anger work i'm doing you know i want to tell you about the times i raged that week if necessary yeah. <laughs> how many pillows i've beaten <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then on, on you we can obviously open-ended if there's something different you'd like to check in on but just how you're doing with exploring that piece of you that i think you're calling sensuality i'm calling maturity mm-hmm. a little bit um and christine uh, leads me to my question if this is an okay time mm-hmm. for that question mm-hmm. so in your episode with rory there's a moment where you told her to ask me for what she needs and you just said it in just a very mature womanly way and that, like, literally, if I thinking about, about that being her, like, it, it got me going. I was like, hell yes, please give me more of that, you mm. know. Mm. I have, what I believe happens with us is there is that little girl that comes out quite a bit. And maybe if it is a request to be loved or whatever it might be, it is in a, a little girl voice. So my question to you is, do you have a tangible... I don't know, way or practice that I can show up instead of resisting that little girl because it's not the mature woman I'm craving. How can I move closer to that? Or how do I just hold space for her in that moment rather than disconnecting? When she's in that little girl energy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What happens inside of you when she's in that energy? I literally feel an emotional hand push her away. Like I just shut all the way down. You shut down or you turn off? Because there's a difference between shutting down and pulling away and like, and just not being attracted. Just kind of being like, mm. like, does it feel triggering or does it just feel not attractive? I would actually like, I have to say triggering because it's pretty severe. It's not just mm-hmm. like, hey, you're doing that thing. I love you. It's like, I literally don't want to do anything. I want, I want nothing to do with this feeling. Right. Or- right. So what do you think that's triggering inside of you? Definitely, um, he said we talked about in our call of um, feel like I'm having to take care of yep. Yep. my mom. Yep. Yep. So a really good thing for you to do in those moments is to inside your head say, this is not my mom. This is my girlfriend. It's not my mom. And it's appropriate to, in some ways, take care of your partner wasn't appropriate to take care of your mother, but it actually is appropriate to take care of your partner. And so part of what your 
learning is how to really take care of her and kind of be in that energetic where you are sort of more fatherly isn't the right word, but I can't think of a better one, but it not be a turnoff for you because it triggers mom stuff because there's Rory's little girl. She wants to feel safe with you and she wants to feel safe in that playful energy because that's a part of her expression. And the more you're turning it down, the more you're triggering her unresolved wounding from childhood of not feeling seen. So you're subconsciously testing each other. Her little girl is testing you in sense of like, can you accept me? All of me? And your little boy is testing her in, mm-hmm. will you love me without me making, without making me take care of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So your work in that is to see it's, it's not your mom and to pull yourself out of the trigger. And Rory, your work in that is to not stay in that energy for too long. For sure. I think um, something that we were talking about and kind of thinking back off of Tyler's question is navigating those requests and to make it feel safe, right? Like I think depending on what's going on with the other person, sometimes saying like, hey, you seem angry, that can feel triggering or like, hey, you're a new little girl. So I think we're trying to navigate what's a good way to call each other in so that it feels less, you know, cause if, if Tyler gets angry, there's a part of me that I'm like, Oh, I'm scared. I'm going to like steer clear. And if I'm a little, if I'm acting like a little girl too much, she's like, okay, I don't, I don't want to be intimate with this person or mm-hmm. connect with, mm-hmm. with her moment. I think we're both trying to navigate what is a, or how can we communicate in a safe way that allows the other one to open to the request rather than like feeling like we're being called out. Honestly, I love code words for things like that. Mm. like a simple word that's like that that you both know what it means and you can have the same word or you can have different words for each other Mm. so for example Tyler if you see her in that little girl energy and you notice yourself slipping away you could say something like you're being a little cinnamony right now or whatever it is and Rory if you get (laughs) scared and he's getting angry or whatever you could say oh gorilla or whatever it may be <laughs> and come up with your words because what it, what the code words are, are their pattern breaks too. Mm. Yeah. Or it can be a physical action. Tyler, instead of being turned off when she's in that energy, go up and hug her, play with her. Because the, the other thing is you had to grow up so soon that some part of me is like, do you know how to be a little boy? Do you know how to be like really playful and silly and all those things? And could, instead of being turned off, like, could you be playful with her sometimes too? Because that's part of your healing. Yeah. Can you see that? For sure. For sure. It's, it's one of those where we definitely, that's why it's been confusing. Like we definitely play, like we have fun. And she brings out my goofies. Like we talk about it's like, Hey, I'm a goofy ass. It's fun sometimes, you know? Yeah. So we can play, but I've noticed like, so there's like, it feels like there's two layers to our trigger. Sometimes like, I just think there's only one layer, but it's like, Oh wait, there's a hidden layer. And this one is like, well, we're playing right now or you're being playful. And it feels like so immature to the point of like, yeah, that's when the triggers happen. So I think what's just coming up is I love the code words. She loves being called cupcake. <laughs> cinnamon. She smiles. When you said that. I love it. So, that's great. I can go there or just, you know, 
play is never a bad thing. So just, yeah. 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 And I'm also seeing, you know, my little girl is, is wonderful and playful. And I think I'm having a lot more compassion for Tyler wanting different archetypes of me. You know, it's like, I, I don't think he resists my inner little girl. I think it's just how much that inner little girl comes out with the lack of what, like you're saying, what he really wants, which is this woman. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. So. And I think bottom line, like Rory Tyler needs to see you more in that womanly, sensual, sexual energy. Um, and he needs to be inspired on the romance level as well. Um, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a big part of who he is and how he expresses and, and how you can bring that out of him. I mean, you've got a really romantic guy here. I would water that, that plan, mm. you know, <laughs> and inspire that because yeah. you, that could be really enjoyable for you. And don't use, because I hear you in, oh, I need more emotional connection and more depth and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes when we have any blocks to sexuality, we will look for any reason as to why not to go deeper there. And I've seen, yeah. and I'm not saying this is you, I've just seen this pattern. Some women get, people, but especially women, get so caught up and I need to feel safe, I need to feel safe, I need to feel safe. But really it's, I'm, I'm a little scared sexually and I'm a little insecure. And so they're kind yeah. of putting all the responsibility on the man on the other person and not looking at, man, this is just an area I don't feel super, feel super comfortable in. And so I'm sort of using this as a reason as to why I'm not doing it. So what I've gotten from both of you is that, you know, I do think Tyler is really a safe man and is doing his best to make you feel safe in the relationship. I mean, there's, there's way more women than men that would get on a podcast like this. So you've got a, you've got a guy who is, you know, very willing. And so mm-hmm. I would really start paying attention to all the ways he does make you feel safe. And Tyler, sure. for you, I'd really pay attention to you, all the things you were attracted to about Rory. Like start to really look for them, start to really notice them, start to let that, that part of you come alive again. And as you said, like the anger piece, if you're not in touch with that passion, that side of yourself, it's going to creep out in other ways. And you're going to be looking for a distraction, a quick fix, a high, whatever that may be. Mm. Wow. Nailed it. Any kind of closing thoughts before we start to wrap up or questions? We really love you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's so my pleasure. And, you know, I said to both of you, I don't know, you know, if the relationship is expiration date or move forward, I I will say, um, after talking to each of you individually and then both of you together and seeing how you hurt each other and how you're showing up on this call today, um, I would be disappointed if you didn't take this into practice and try because there's a lot of respect here. There's a lot of love. Your dynamic together when you're actually together talking to each other is actually better than when you're talking about each other, which is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so I do think you may need outlets. And I like the idea of working with a therapist where you have your individual, where you can vent. Um, but he, but feeling into the two of you together, what I'm feeling and correct me if I'm wrong is that there was, you sort of needed um, like a little bit of a push. And I'm not saying I'm the push. I'm saying your willingness to be on this podcast and bring some things forward and hear each other seems like it's kind of pushed you in the direction of, you know what, we're not done. Am I, am I totally off in that? Not at all. No, it's, uh, that's the big thing I realized is like, where is this pressure coming from? Why are we putting so much pressure on it? It's because we're sick of the unknown, but I personally feel like I've just found some massive things that have been hidden within. It's like, oh, there it is. Finally, that's the thing I've been looking for. And we can now work on that piece, yeah. you know, you're correct on my end. I was just going to say, I feel committed, like very committed to being a hundred percent in it mm-hmm. um, and know that we're both in at this point. So yep. committing to fully here and fully in this and knowing that it's what we're choosing right now and know that it's beautiful. Yeah. And that will help a lot. Like if both of you get off the fence, and just yeah. go fully into we are committed and we're learning and we're growing and there's not enough here to end it. There's a lot more here to, to really keep moving forward. And I don't know any relationship that, especially conscious relationship, that doesn't go through ebbs and flows and challenges yeah. and uh, moments when you're like, oh, should we even be together? You know, relationships... I don't like to say are hard, but they are, <laughs> they're challenging. <laughs> they are. It's, it's so much easier to have that first year of all the infatuation and all the hormones, but then you really miss out on the depth of intimacy and healing that can transpire and happen. And I think you have a beautiful connection and opportunity to heal some things and get to get to a relationship where, like you said in the beginning, Tyler, you're not just playing off each other's childhood wounds, but you're in the stage now where they're up and you're going to heal them together. And I went through this with my husband. They were up. We were bickering like siblings. It was just like, oh, I was looking for how to get a post nup. We were just all over the place and we worked through it. And now we don't, that our childhood issues don't run our relationship. Mm-hmm. So sure they come up and we're not perfect and we have our arguments and yeah. And having a kid like brought up a lot and we're human, <laughs> yeah. but we, we're not in this loop. It just, right. just, it just continues to grow. So I think getting a therapist is a great idea. I think continue to have the open communication is a great idea and just know that struggles and sometimes doubt is normal and natural. We just have to look at where the doubt's coming from. You know, is the doubt coming from, ooh, massive red flags, um, deep intuition, or is doubt coming from, I've got stuff coming up and I'm looking outside of me thinking that if only I wasn't with my partner or my partner was different, it would be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. So as we wrap up, and Rory, this time we'll start with you. I just want you to turn to Tyler and tell him what you really love and appreciate about him. Tyler, I love your commitment to truth, your curiosity, your openness. 
and I know how much you're showing me, all of you, and being vulnerable. I love how you support me in my visions and our visions and the future together. And I love you. Love you. Your turn, mm-hmm. Tyler. Rory, I love how freaking beautiful your heart and soul is. I love how willing you are to share that with everybody, especially me. I love how open you are. I love you just want to have fucking fun in life and you just so fun to be around and such a good supporting, loving human to everybody, but especially me as your partner. Hmm. I love smile. I love I love your play. I love your the accountability you you give to me to remember that life's a fun journey, not such a serious ride all the time. Mm. I love how you love me. Mm. Well, I acknowledge both of you for your commitment to your own growth and your commitment to each other. You have a beautiful connection and wherever this relationship goes, you know, get married, have four children, 20 grandchildren, or, you know, in six months you decide like, oh my gosh, we love each other and, and whatever, or who knows what the options are, but right now you're committed to each other. And that's all that matters is right now. If you start thinking too much about the future, you're going to be back in this loop of not having clarity, Mm -hmm. pulling away from each other, avoiding intimacy. Like, my, my last thing that I will say is just go all the way in. Neither one of you mm-hmm. are going to know for sure unless you go all the way in emotionally, mentally, sexually, spiritually, all of it. It's the only way you're going to get clarity. And you're both holding yourself back a little bit. So time not to hold back. Go all in. doesn't have to be all at once, but make that commitment and then you'll really know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Feels really good. Mm. Thank you both. Thank you, Christina. Thank you so much. You're amazing. So are you guys. So thank you to both of you for doing this on the show. It was really brave for you to come on individually and come on together and be open to the coaching and be open to sharing your relationship and everything you're learning with everybody listening. So I really respect that. I really acknowledge that. I'm really grateful for that. So I'm curious, you listeners... What did you think when you heard Tyler's episode, when you heard, heard Rory's episode? Did you think, oh, they're for sure going to break up? Or did you think, mm, this isn't done yet? Or did you think, oh, well, they really have what it takes? You know, I wasn't sure. I, I kind of had a suspicion towards something, but I wasn't sure. And it wasn't until I got on the phone with both of them that and heard how they, how they communicated, how they own stuff, and how coachable they are, and how willing both of them are to be coachable, that I'm like, mm. I wouldn't walk away from this. And there's a difference between a relationship that has potential versus a relationship that really has the key ingredients to go the distance. They don't have potential. They're actually have agreements and have commitments and are doing the work to really get beyond their issues that are pushing them apart and find something deeper. So this isn't about potential. This is about willingness. This is about possibility. So there, there is possibility here because they have the right ingredients. So I never am one to date potential or to have relationships stay together because of potential, but I am one to see possibility and go, hey, we've got the right ingredients for 
a possibility of a side-by-side partnership here. And I love that they made specific requests of each other and there wasn't resistance to it. And I love that Tyler took lead on finding the right coach or counselor, at least presenting three options and giving Rory that, that choice. And I love his request of her too. So that's making those loving requests is a great way to not build resentment in relationships and requests from a loving place are much different than demands from a defensive or pissed off place. Good luck getting your needs met when you make it from that place. So one takeaway for you is how can you make those loving requests from your partner? And in the session with Rory, I talked to her a little bit about using Alison Armstrong type language of when making a request, stating the need, and then explicitly stating what it provides her with. And Tyler really loved that. So they have some communication tips here. They have some new ways to relate to each other, to talk to each other. And what I really felt when I was on the phone with both of them is there's a lot of love and a lot of respect. Now, love isn't enough for a relationship to go the distance and to always be healthy. However, love plus a commitment and willingness to do the work independently and do the work together, that can be the game changer in relationship. And I just felt that ending the relationship now when they both know their stuff has been what's pushing them apart and anybody's going to have stuff. There there wasn't like a huge red flag or a huge deal breaker. It wasn't like Rory was saying, I want kids tomorrow and Tyler's like, I never want kids. Or Tyler was saying, I don't want to live in the US and Rory was saying, I do. So there weren't these massive red flag deal breakers. There's just the normal relationshipy stuff that comes up that you know, most people break up over because they're not willing or they don't know how to really work through it. And then just keep repeating the same stuff with different people over and over again until they're finally like, okay, I'm just going to find somebody to do the work with, or I'm just not going to be in a relationship. So their struggles didn't concern me in the sense that they were deal breakers. What concerned me before I talked to both of them was, was there enough love and passion and desire there to fight for it? Or were they both kind of done? And when they came on the session together, their connection, the way they talked to each other, I'm like, ah, they're not done. They're not quite done. So I asked them to fill me in on how they're doing in about three to six months. Maybe we'll bring them back on the show and see how they're progressing and see what they learned in, in session and follow this relationship because I think it's a great learning for all of us. All right, everybody, that is the show for today. Thank you so much for listening as always. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over at Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.